In today's podcast, we are talking about aging like a goddess, how turning 50 and menopause are not the end, as I speak with Laura Monk about the new piece of the triple goddess, MAGA. Hello, and welcome to Reconsidering Words, where we go deeper into the language of dating, relationships, and authenticity. I am here with Laura Monk, and she is a certified Vita sex, love, and relationship coach. She is certified source retreat leader, counselor, and psychotherapist, and social psychologist. Originally from London, England, she enjoys the freedom of being location independent on her work online and on retreat. Laura appreciates knowledge gained from Western academia and science, as well as teachings and experience from the Eastern traditions and women's ancient healing practices. Straddling the divide, Laura is a former academic in the field of domestic and sexual violence with a PhD in psychology and behavioral science, and now identifies as goddess, creatrix, and MAGA healer, here to shine the light for older women seeking guidance in sex, love, and relationships. So this podcast is reconsidering words, but today's word is a newer word you may have never heard of. It is MAGA, and no, not the political one. This MAGA is a missing piece of the cycle of womanhood from Maiden Mother MAGA Crone, and it was created by Jane Hardwick Collins. MAGA represents more of womanhood age 50 to 70 around menopause time. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Laura Monk, who has written a chapter called Shine Your MAGA Healing Light in the new book, Be the Beacon. Hi, Laura. Hi, Night. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really pleased to be here. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. This is a topic that I would love to know more about. I had fun researching it, but what does MAGA mean to you? So MAGA comes from the word magus, uh, magician, and it is a word that has been conceptualized by an author, Jane Hardwick Collins, in the four-phase feminine way as a missing piece for the lifespan of women. So the ancient triple goddess form was maiden mother crone. And because women used to, well, we all used to live a, a lot less years uh, in ancient times, really young women or even children were having um, their own children in teenage years and were often dead by 45. So the, um, the maiden who represented spring uh, and the crone who represent winter were at either ends, but the, the mother spanned the whole of the summer and autumn. So as we've all been living longer, a lot of women in midlife don't uh, identify with the crone uh, and it doesn't seem an appropriate or such an appropriate archetype for usually very um, young and vibrant women, often from 45, um, who are going through the menopause and postmenopausal women up to 70. They don't identify with the crone. And so um, Jane Hardwick Collins came up with this concept of the four-phase feminine way so that we now have the maiden uh, in, in spring and the rite of passage is, is the menarch, uh, menarchy, um, the mother in summer, that rite of passage is motherhood, 
or birth or something. Um, and then we have the maga in the autumn, or we say autumn in the UK, you say fall. Um, and that rite of passage is the menopause. And then the crone um, in, in winter, and that rite of passage is retirement and going into death. So it's actually a more pleasing um, concept that spans um, the seasons in that way. And, um, and for me, um, to, to return to your question, the maga is, um, it, what it means is uh, a, a, a fuller expression of midlife. It gives me uh, an identity that I feel I can fully step into because rather than midlife and the menopause, meaning the end of my life, the end of usefulness, um, it, it opens up possibilities. The Maga Healer is um, somebody who can guide and lead her community because of all the wisdom and experience that she's accrued over a lifetime, over usually half a century, which is a long time um, to, to build um, all these rich resources that she can then share with her community um, in a very useful way so that she can still feel useful and still has a place in, in society. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. So as in women now having in this circle more of a defined spot for once they've reached uh, menopause and post-menopause, how would you say that works into people's lives? Because I know that in mainstream, a lot of people tend to think or see in movies that once women hit menopause, then almost that they're kind of crazy or that they're done. And how, how would you say this can be, this new MAGA energy can be used in people's lives for the better? Yeah, you're so right about that uh, common perception of midlife women. Uh, and you know, that's very patriarchal. Um, you, of course, you know, midlife women aren't so useful uh, to men when they're older. Um, perhaps. Um, and a, a lot of these ideas about older women are myths. Um, of course, we can have a useful second half of our lives. You know, we've got so much to give and it's actually such a waste of resources. Um, you know, we've been brainwashed, all, all people have been brainwashed into thinking that getting older is something terrible, that it's to be avoided at all costs. You know, we have uh, women in particular, but a lot of men now too, that um, have these products that are screaming at us to stop aging. You know, this will stop aging, um, you know, which is, it seems to be the holy grail of beauty treatments. You know, anti-aging, anti you know, is a thing. You can buy so many anti-aging products as if you know, it was the worst thing and something to be avoided at all costs. But there, as I say, there is so much richness to aging. It can be such a beautiful spiritual process in itself. Uh, and for many women, it's actually a more enjoyable process of life, a stage of life than the younger years. You know, I've, I've read research, um, particularly, um, uh, current research by, for example, Emily Nagoski, um, who, who wrote Come As You Are, 
and this lovely book I'm reading at the moment, Better Sex Through Mindfulness by Laurie Brotto, they are quoting research which shows that women are having better sex um, than when they were younger. They have um, stronger sexual desire than when they were younger. They have less anxiety about their bodies when they were, than when they were younger. You know, women are having a hard, young women are having a hard time um, of sex at the moment. And so I think to answer your question about it being current, around sex, although Jane Hardwick Collins doesn't speak specifically to sex and the MAGA, my discovery of the MAGA was through my training in sex, love and relationship coaching with Layla Martin, the phenomenal and legendary Tantra teacher. And I took this major about life transitions, about the cyclical seasonal aspects of womanhood and I discovered this Marga healer that so spoke to me because here she is coming into midlife and through the menopause is seeing that actually the second half of life can open up a world of opportunity that perhaps weren't available to her in her younger years, particularly if she um, was was a mother and, and um, caught up in all the trappings of motherhood, domesticity, uh, looking after children and um, a partner or husband and a job, or you know, people, women in um, very busy careers, in, in, in corporate careers, um, and just women generally juggling so many things in life. You know, and that time of life, menopause, is often a parallel process with children growing up and leaving home, um, possible divorce and separation, change of career, finding something more meaningful is really common at that time of life. Um, moving house um, uh, or even country, um, many, many major life transitions. So that opens up it can, it can open up um, a whole host of new possibilities that really weren't available to, um, to younger women or to women when they were younger. And, and sex, I believe, is one of these because we are moving into a stage where we have more time, more, um, more space, more choice about who we are and what we want to be doing. You know, we have choices today as midlife women that we never had. Our mothers and our grandmothers, they never had these choices. Well, maybe the privileged few, but generally we didn't have the choices that are available today. We're living longer. You know, we're often having two or three careers in a lifetime. And the choice to step into sexuality um, is, is not a well-publicized one, but actually, you know, for many women, myself included, um, we find that actually there is this um, possibility of freedom um, around our sexual choices. We don't have to stay in a long, unhappy marriage. We don't have to stay in a sexless marriage. We are at liberty to experiment with our sexuality uh, in ways that just were unthinkable years ago. 
So, you know, it, it's actually very current, this concept in sex, in and in our relationships. And um, the MAGA, as a guide, uh, as a beacon for others, she can show the way to those in her community. And my community happens to be sex, love and relationships, but it might could be any community, but also to younger people as well, as in um, old times or, or many, many indigenous cultures around the world where we look to older women um, to guide younger women today. Um, so yeah, you know, sex it would be at the top of my list because that's my interest. Um, and, and, and I think that's where, where it speaks very, very strongly and powerfully to women in midlife, but actually to, to all women, really. Yeah, I like that, that it, they're just freer and less concerned with maybe looks and just body image and how they're perceived. And you, this kind of sounds like this came about as a necessity, the MAGA term because of longevity you talked about. It just it sounds like a time period of so much choice. It's all about choosing, which which we do have all the time, but it's just like this increased you've you've learned, you're gonna share it, you have choice to what you're gonna do in your life. I'm also just kind of curious, and you you went into this a little bit, but how would a woman that was older start to honor this time of life? But also how would someone who is younger become like, I don't know if either kind of be more aware or honor that time as well and the people around them. Because right mm -hmm. now, like you said, with all the anti-aging, <laughs> like it's definitely not something that a lot of people are looking forward to. So how would you say we could honor that MAGA? Yeah, so to understand this period of a woman's life, uh, the, it's the season, seasonally it's autumn, it's the fall. And that traditionally is a time of going inward, of reflection. Um, and it's also a time of healing. So, you know, this speaks to older women and younger women to actually know that there is an option that this time of your life doesn't have to be this terrible thing um, that, that the one should dread and fear in the way that um, society often tells us it is. You know, women can be really frightened and confused and depressed and disempowered by this time. And you mentioned um, something about women's looks earlier and, you know, that will often be the way that older women try and retain their youthfulness or their vitality or their attractiveness or their desirability is through their external appearance. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I love to do that. Um, and that's, that's a wonderful thing, but it's not the only thing. And if that's the only way that you're trying to, um, express your your desirability and your youthfulness it's going to be quite painful because you can never look like you were when you were young and you can never um compare to younger women you know the the beauty of youth 
is 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 in its youth it, it can't be replicated by us older women you know we can try but we just we can't do it because we're not that age anymore you know so there's some kind of coming to terms with that you know that's not to diminish our beauty you know we can look incredible um, but in our own way honoring ourselves as the age that we are and we can still rock it we can look incredibly sexy and hot you know but it doesn't have to be trying to look young you know so there is something about honoring the whole of ourselves and yes enjoy dressing up and looking looking attractive but also look to the inside you know reflect go within do the healing do the inner work and learn how to be connected to your body so being connected to our bodies being um, connected to our sexuality being connected to our energy body and going through this process of healing and transformation so that we can be fully sexual women not just on the outside not just with the makeup and the hair and the clothes but truly authentically sexually our essence which is really um, the goddess within you know, we all have that. We have this beautiful, sensual, powerful goddess within that when we nurture her and uh, grow that piece of us, you know, the Maga healer is then the autumn goddess, goddess the, um, the harvest queen and the warrior goddess, you know, all these beautiful archetypes that when we're in, connected to our sexuality and our power, we are um, beautiful in a powerful and confident way. So that's a wonderful thing for older women to be able to um, connect with. And I think a reassuring thing for younger women to know every year that I get older, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised and I think, oh, <laughs> it's actually not as bad as I thought it would. And actually, it's really great. You know, I love being older. And so many women that I know in my work, you know, we, we love it. We love being the age we are because we are just released from all these shackles of youth that are so, so, so difficult. Um, yeah, I was just actually talking the other day to somebody about a photo shoot that I had. Um, and the photographer was just admiring my, um, my, my being at ease with my body. And she was saying how young, younger women that she works with, they just don't have that. Um, you know, they're so self-conscious. And, and, and I said, well, I was exactly the same when I was that age. You know, and it's this cruel paradox that when we have these, you know, these fabulously gorgeous young bodies, we, you know, we're utterly self-conscious and, you know, all kind of covering up and well, not all women, obviously, but lots of women. I was like that, you know, so self-conscious and, you know, not wanting to show anything. And, you know, and then when we get to our age, you know, and everything's um, changing and dropping and all the rest of, you know, then we don't care. We just let it all hang out. And, and that confidence is what's so attractive. You know, and that's what feels so good. You know, it's a different, it's a different power and a different energy, totally. And I love that. Yeah, I love that. So it's it's the confidence is sexy, and and you can still work with like looking your best, but looking the best as who you are 
now and not trying to kind of recreate the past. (laughs) Yeah, I liked what you said, how uh, the beauty of youth is in its youth. (laughs) And now this is is a new beauty. I love that. And you you also brought up the great point of that as it being a full time of harvesting and harvesting all that knowledge that you have, which I think is also another like great form of energy. So it's, you've got Mm. this confidence and you've got this knowledge and I'm going to bring this a little bit into like, have you worked with anyone who was dating in this age? And I know that a lot of people, once they like, they might not want to leave a long-term relationship or a partnership because of their age, because they think they're not going to be able to find someone else. I mean, I think this almost starts with people like as early as the thirties, where they just think they're too old and they're never going to find someone. Yeah. How would how would they be able to find that confidence? Have you experienced this with? working yeah yeah I have I have and I'm actually starting a conscious dating program for midlife women but later on in the year and I I um I think that yeah the harvesting you know it's the the fruits of our labors it's accruing all that wisdom and experience but it's also learning the lessons from the past so learning from um the mistakes we made, perhaps the unwise choices that we made. And it's really important for anybody to learn from mistakes, especially around relationships. I mean, you know, I always think that relationships are containers for growth in themselves. Uh, And of course, we want to be learning from our, our mistakes, learning the lessons and taking the new knowledge into the next relationship. Um, but for midlife women, there is this extra layer of fear that comes from society. Um, We touched on this before about how older women aren't attractive anymore, how we aren't uh, desirable, how, um, well, there's a lot of confusion about whether older women should be sexual women. You know, a lot of people find the idea of older women being sexual somehow gross or inappropriate or you know that they just shouldn't be like that you know and a lot of women I work with go through this whole process of coming out as a sexual woman because perhaps their families and their their children um the people that they know in their communities in their neighborhood in the groups that they go to don't see them as a sexual woman um, yeah, I had this experience myself when I got into Tantra. I was actually, I had a teaching post at uh, a university. Um, and I, and I, that was my experience that, you know, when I started to want to, when I, to talk about it, when I was excited about Tantra, you know, I didn't really feel like I had a place to talk about it because it's, you know, it, it, most workplaces, in a lot of communities, there's a sex taboo. Um, so, So this whole idea around being sexual, sexy as an older woman is fraught with difficulties. So women who are older women who are dating can be quite confused about how they should be. They've got this, um, often I've seen on dating sites, you know, they've got this whole thing going on as we spoke about earlier 
with the external appearance, appearance trying to make themselves look really young, um, you know, which is, is well, some, some people like, some people don't like that, but I don't think it helps them to feel very comfortable, you know? So conscious dating and, and being authentically sexual, authentic as a sexual older women, you know, it's less about um, when you're going on a date or actually when you're posting a picture on your, on your profile, you know, it's less about, you know, what do I look like in this or does my bum look big in this um, than um, how do I feel? You know, am I connected to my authentic self? Um, you know, am I presenting um, my personality in the way that I'm presenting myself outwardly and you know um when meeting somebody it's um it's less less about trying to pretend you're younger or you're something you're not and more about being in your authentic self and experimenting perhaps with being authentic you know a date can be an experiment how authentic can I be? Because that's a really great way to know whether it's a good match or not, if you can be totally yourself. You know, less about perhaps having a few stiff drinks beforehand or to get you in the mood or to take away the nerves and actually connecting to your energy and feeling the energy when dating or when meeting somebody new or when meeting somebody anywhere. You know, connecting to that energy, connecting to them from your heart space and feeling into the energy of them and whether they're somebody that you would enjoy being around. So it's a, a very different process. So it's less external and more internal because the, the mugger is turning in, inward, drawing on that wisdom and that experience. Uh, yes, guiding others, but it comes from that place within, you know? Yeah, beautiful. Just really tapping internally inside yourself, being authentic. Um, I'm definitely all about authenticity. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so as we kind of wrap up, are there any last things you would like to say about MAGA or aging or midlife? I would say that this concept of the MAGA, it is fairly new, you know, it's only um, just over a decade old now. And, it, and it's here for a reason. It's here because women want to step into this phase of their lives. They're not ready to be crones. Um, they, they've got more living to do. Uh, and I, I don't think it's a coincidence that the four-phase feminine way was devised in this turn away from patriarchy towards the divine feminine and more women are stepping up into leadership roles and being the beacon for their communities. So if you're listening to this and this is resonating for you, perhaps think about how you might want to live the second half of your life because actually there are many many choices and there are many paths to achieving dreams and desires that perhaps weren't available in younger life that really may be there for you now 
Beautiful. And as I ask everyone, is there a self-care practice that you do or that you would recommend? Yeah, I love this exercise, um, listening to Yoni. And um, Yoni is the Sanskrit word for the whole of the female sexual organs inside and out. And um, it's, it also means um, abode, home or source, and can often be the a source of a lot of um, pleasure and joy and satisfaction, but it can also be the source of, of pain um, and heartbreak and difficulties. So I really love to do a self-care practice where we connect to Yoni and you can just do that by taking a few deep breaths and um, directing a smiling gaze towards Yoni, taking that focus down to Yoni can help to just put a, a cupped hand on Yoni and you can do that um, over your clothes or next to your skin, depending on uh, where you are. <laughs> and tuning in and listening to the yoni wisdom and taking some nice big inhales and exhales and asking yoni what do you need now and taking the time to listen and in my experience she has a lot to say <laughs> she has very clear messages for us and uh, don't worry if you don't get a message straight away. It, it may come later or with practice, but as a self-care, a self-love practice, it's really powerful to stay connected with Yoni, stay connected with your sexuality and to be in tune with the, the body's needs. Awesome. I think that sounds very powerful and all the women out there can practice that. And where can we find you? So I'm everywhere as Dr. Laura Monk. My uh, website is drlauramonk.com. And I mainly hang out on Instagram at Dr. Laura Monk. Um, but I, I'm, I'm on that name everywhere, really. And is there anything you're working on right now or that you'd like to tell people about? Next week, I'm at this summit called uh, Grow Smarter, Be the Beacon. Um, I know actually that will have passed by now because this is recorded, but I'm there to talk about uh, a chapter of a book called Be the Beacon that I've written and it's called Shine Your Maga Healing Light. So it's all about the Maga Healer and it's um so the book is be the beacon and that is coming out uh well should be out by now actually um and so if you are interested in the maga healer that i've written a whole chapter about it now um and i have uh, a facebook group called ageless goddess um it's by invitation and referral only you can't search for it because it's a secret Eden group but you can contact me um, through Facebook I'm there uh, my personal Facebook is Laura Monk and I have a, a business page Dr Laura Monk so you can always write to me and say that you heard this interview and that you'd like to join the group so I'm always posting in there to a community 
of Midlife Women. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And you can find me at nightwindcoaching.com and on Instagram at nightwindcoaching. And I will see you all next week. Bye.